0: Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Showing Up, a mini podcast by Mama Strong, which we really like to consider the imperfect human guide. No, we have to start over. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hi, everybody. It's Courtney and Jaya, and we're here with another episode of our mini podcast, Showing Up. And this podcast is focused on... Habit formation in our messy lives, how we can stick to things that we say we're going to do. And we also focus this podcast on our monthly challenges in Mama Strong, which um, those challenges all have a theme. And then we break that theme down throughout the month. So Jaya, what are we talking about this month?
1: All right. So for September, it is the September stretch challenge. So we're talking about stretching all different meanings of the word stretching. (laughs) And today we're talking about physical stretching, stretching of the muscles. Um, and sort of, we've both done a little research, both things that we already knew and things that we updated our, our knowledge on. (laughs) Um, so we're going to talk about that today.
0: Yeah. Well, Okay, so I love the fact that everything I learned brought me right back to like common sense. And yeah, also that's disappointing.
1: <laughs> I know
0: <laughs> <laughs> I sign up for all these apps on stretching like all their trials just to see what they're doing and like they promised the splits, you know, which I definitely used to be able to do oh, in wow, very weird yeah. ways. <laughs> yeah, like they, they just promise all these things and I'm like, there's magic to this, that's the feeling you get, you know.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, my discoveries were basically stuff that's very grounding and that can be extremely disappointing when it comes to <laughs> your body, but yeah. you know, there it is. So, um, it, okay. So I, what I learned is that, um, it's kind of the middle ground of, what we were taught, what we think, but then something that really agrees with just basic common sense. Mm -hmm. And so the main thing that I learned was that the focus, and and this is stuff I knew as well and made sense, but I just wanted to confirm it with research. The the main focus of stretching is to create, not just like this long muscle, like we were talking about, but it's to create responsiveness in the muscle. And that means Mm -hmm. like that you have slack, So if something's pulled really tight, think about a rubber band. It's a great example. If it's pulled really tight, then it doesn't have anywhere to go. It can't bounce or snap back necessarily. It's just kind Mm -hmm. of starts to lose the integrity of the tissue over time. And it's not able to perform the thing it's supposed to be able to do. Like it's just not able to, because it's stretched too far. And so when you're stretching, what you're trying to do is to return that tissue back to a responsive state and that's what mm. flexibility that's what flexibility and mobility is really about is there enough enough slack in my muscles that they can either provide the tasks of uh stabilizing or kind of moving you into action right. and if it's healthy tissue then it has enough slack and the right amount of slack that allows it to you don't want too much either right like some people go to yoga hot yoga And they overstretch sometimes um, their connective tissue, and that actually uh, creates a lot of weakness in the body because now that's too stretched out without the stabilizing forces there. So it's this middle ground of like creating enough slack in that tissue so that it can respond. Right, which feels like life, like hello metaphor, right? So then, (laughs) but the way you stretch a muscle, like if we think of a muscle being tight, we're like, oh, if it's your hamstring, you're like, I just need to stretch my hamstring. And you might do it like once and you really feel it and you're like, oh, I did a good stretch. Mm -hmm. But there's two main buckets that create change in that tissue long term that makes stretching very effective. Without these two things, stretching is basically a feel good moment, which is totally fine. (laughs) But (laughs) It's not going to make any changes. So the two buckets are number one, consistency, which we talk about all the time. It's like the focus of this podcast. Um, If you're like, if you're really trying to deal with muscle tightness, you have to be approaching that area with consistency. And I mean, once a day and sometimes once or twice a day, I don't Mm -hmm. mean and I think you'll talk a little bit about this, Jai. I don't mean 40 minutes with your legs on the wall doing the splits. Right. Like that.
1: We more, more is not. I can't better. even imagine what that means.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll have to demonstrate. Okay. Uh, okay yep. <laughs> more, more time is not better, but regularity is better. And if that means a couple times a day, um, you know, small blips of stretching, that goes a very long way. And once you've kind of accomplished the change that you want in the muscle, you have to keep up, you know, some maintenance, um, and keep that as part of like a rotation for you. Mm-hmm. The other thing, there might be three buckets actually, the, the, the second bucket is it's really only effective. If you're bringing your body into functional alignment, if you're not combining stretching with changes to the structure that has caused the compensations, if you think of like a building and it's like collapsing on one side. So the other side's really tight. Uh, I don't, I don't know how a building would be tight, but I imagine it would be <laughs> like, <laughs> like you wouldn't go and just like fix one part of the building. You'd be like, Whoa, there's something structurally wrong here. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with our bodies, like stretching is only effective. If along with the regularity, you're also dealing with, um, The things in the system of your body that are causing it. So if you're bent over the computer all day long, you can go stretch your pecs and do whatever you want to help your neck. But if you go right back to that same position, your body's going to head right back into those compensations. So you have Mm -hmm. to deal with that. The third bucket is genetics. (laughs) Some people are bendier and stretchier than other people. And that's just like, The name of the game. You're not. You can create changes to your tissues. You can create more flexibility and mobility, but there is like an amount of genetics and how you are, how your body's set up, that will allow for more flexibility than other people or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know this from having been a dancer. I was not the most flexible. I had to really force myself into that, and I would watch my friends just like bend, like like Gumby. And (laughs) in my head, I said, I must not be stretching enough. I'm doing something wrong when really we just have different bodies, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they show up differently that way. So there's, there's an under, there has to be an understanding there of what is realistic and helpful to support your system. If I got super flexible, I guarantee, like if I got over flexible is how I should say it, uh, things would start to break down in my body. So it's just what my body needs. Um, Right. The final thing I'll say is the big controversy, which I think you probably have more to say about, uh, Jaya is that, uh, there's this big thing of like, well, how do I stretch? Do I stretch before a workout? Do I stretch after, um, or what do I do? And my, my research came back to the thing of like, the goal of before a workout is to bring blood flow to a muscle. You're like waking it up with a cup of tea, like basically yeah. is the goal. And if that means that you um, are doing a little light stretching before a workout, great. If it means you're like doing some shoulder rolls and kind of warming yourself up, great. Um, That's the best way to do it, especially if you're going into something that's pretty high impact and uh, jumping or anything like that. You certainly don't want to do a ton of stretching because now that muscle's got a lot of uh, lax to it and it's just going to be like not performing well. So all about balance afterwards, great time to stretch because you have all that blood flow, your body's warmed up and it's going to be more, um, and you've worked on that functional alignment stuff. So it's just like in a better position to do that. So that's what I learned. What did you learn?
1: Well, so I love this because it's very consistent with what you learned, but it's sort of a different topic. But first I just also wanted to add on the, when you were talking about like genetics and we to some extent we are in fact limited to a certain set of factors (laughs) with the bodies that we have. We talked about that a little bit last time with Pilates and stuff. But I wanted to add like some people are less flexible and there's only a certain amount of change that you can that you can bring. But on the other end of the spectrum there are people who are hypermobile and it's in some ways it's yeah. as much of a liability, if not more, I'm sure there are people who are listening who have hypermobility problems and have a lot more yeah. knowledge on this, but I know having like worked with a couple people who are hyper, yeah. hypermobile, it's really tough to find. They
0: get injured so often. Yes. the yes. is yeah.
1: so, so much more common and it's like finding the exercises that work when you're hypermobile or is a lot tougher. Um, yeah. so yeah, there's quite a spectrum there. Um, But so the thing I wanted to talk about and that I looked up, so you looked at you, you got some stretching apps. I of course went with my like teacher brain and I went into like deep dive into the weeds and National Institute of Health. And I promise I'm not going to talk about like, you know, muscle fibers and stuff, but I did a deep dive into what was referred to at one point, at least as stretch induced strength loss. So I mentioned this last time there's this idea that stretching can actually particularly static stretching so like being relatively still and then stretching a particular muscle or muscle group could actually be detrimental to especially like you were saying like higher power type sports plyometrics strength training oh. things where you need a lot of a lot of power and a lot of force in the exercise yeah so I read an older article from like 2012 where it was going into this and explaining why that was. And then I read a newer article (laughs) that was basically saying, so we used to think this thing was true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And now it's sort of been, you know, just sort of like you were saying, it's, it's somewhere in between, right? It's never, it's never the extreme. (laughs) yeah, And so now what folks say is that static stretching is it's not necessarily detrimental to strength and exercise performance, but it has to be combined with an overall warm up. So, like you were saying, it's all about the muscles being warm. So, for a long time, people thought like stretch, static stretch before exercise. But that implies that, you know, your muscles are cold, you're going straight into a stretch as the first thing you do. <laughs> but now everybody talks about people've probably heard like dynamic warm-up, dynamic warm-up. And so this doesn't mean you have to do like a workout before your workout. It can be five minutes. But essentially yeah. it just means that like you're moving dynamic movements and you can include some static stretching in that. And there's some evidence to suggest that even with things like high performance, you know, high power sports, that it is helpful, but it does have to be combined with an overall warm-up. Yeah. So muscles need to be warm. It's okay to do some static stretching, um, dynamic stretching even better (laughs) where you're actually going through a range of motion, ideally the same range of motion that you'd be doing in your exercises. So for example, in my world, like if I'm going to be doing squats with a barbell, my warm up should probably include some body weight squats. (laughs) Right, Right. Um, and you know, not not trying to like lift weight as part of the warm-up, but you want to go through the range of motion that you're going to be using. Because, like you were saying, if we're doing an exercise with, you know, with too much tightness, they used to think that mm-hmm. they sort of needed to be tight to generate force. But now right. I know that if you can't complete a range of motion comfortably, you really right. should not be adding weight or speed. <laughs> To that right. motion. So it is really important to warm up and, you know, work on flexibility and range of motion in the muscle group. So, yep. Um, but there is one other piece, which is that static stretching should not be held for a super long time. So you were saying like, don't do a 40 minute stretching routine. Definitely don't do a <laughs> 40 minute stretching routine. And actually what I've read today is you really should not be stretching a muscle, a, a, like a, a singular muscle, for more than 60 seconds. And really, they recommend more like 30 seconds. So wow. shorter duration of static stretching. This applies particularly if you're doing it before um, a higher, you know, power workout.
0: I mean, if you think about like, just like, if we try to bring ourselves to, I feel like we do here away from this idea that our bodies are this, like, it's really removing our, it's putting ourselves back in this place of like, okay, bodies are structures, just like anything else. Tissues are material, just like anything else. And you have to respect the, the tissue. You have to respect Mm -hmm. that first.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love that this, (laughs) because we're so, you know, we've talked so much about the pelvic floor and we Think about it all the time with breathing and pressure pressure management and stuff and everything in Mama Strong. I love that this is like kind of just the same where it's like, (laughs) you don't Mm -hmm. want it to be super tight. You don't want it to be super lax. You want it to be responsive Mm -hmm. and flexible. And so I love that that's just like the consistent message. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I think we've all probably somewhere, like, I feel like we all have a file cabinet in our head of how we're wrong or how we're not doing right. something right. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, let me just open that drawer and pull. Oh yeah. Stretching. I do think I suck at it. Like what, where did that come from? And right where is this thinking that like, I should be doing better. Like I should be more this, like the question instead is, does does this muscle help me perform tasks or is the, my range of motion limited? And if it is why, like, Mm -hmm. it's so different than being like, I need, I should stretch more. I'm not doing that right. I'm not flexible. I'm Mm -hmm. old. I'm getting old, which is the one we hear all the time. Mm
1: -hmm. It's,
0: it's an entirely different way of thinking that I think we keep running into with this, which is like, well, there's an issue in your body, highly likely you had poor education about it. <laughs> highly yeah. likely you uh have been giving yourself a hard time and you're much closer to function than you know. Like yep. it's not somewhere in like the hero's journey <laughs> at the right. end of the forest. Like it's it's not that far away.
1: Totally like, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I can speak to this personally with like just the various injury things I've been dealing with recently where like I've sort of for a long time I've been like oh I have this area it's like I have such a tight spot in my hamstring like where it attaches mm-hmm. underneath mm-hmm. the butt area I'm like it's been so tight and I have to stretch it stretch it stretch it and that was like actually the opposite of <laughs> what i needed right. to be doing the things right. I needed to be doing I had to like zoom out and do what we do in mom's drawing I had to like look at all the things look at the alignment my foot position, yeah. the, pr- like the way that my feet, the way I'm spreading weight on my feet, the way that my ankle mobility, like things that have to do with not the area at all. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I mean, I think there's something to be said here for like another big theme, which is we, we, we're so hard on ourselves. Like we think of something yeah. tight, stretch, stretch, stretch till it hurts, you know? And it's like, actually, sometimes you need mm-hmm. to back off. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely feel this one, like personally in my own experience. Well, and it
0: also frees it up to where stretching can be something you do that allows, it's a different portal to listening to your body. Like I get so much out of Doing 15 minutes of exercise in terms of grounding and like being present and like not disassociating, lots of yeah. things. And then with stretching, I really feel like we've been saying it, it does give me an opportunity to really listen to my body. And um, it's a very now when I free it up from like trying to accomplish some magical something and just put it in that pocket too, it's like, okay, it's useful here and important for these reasons. And also, right. um, it's another way for me just to listen to yeah, my body totally yeah yeah well you know the middle the middle road what did the middle way I don't know what it's called um, <laughs> I don't practice it very often obviously um yeah. but with that and a big stretch in my seat um next week we're going to be talking about how to think about stretching yourself outside of your comfort zones or outside of your perceived limitations when to do that and really important when not to do that and how to know Mm -hmm. like we Mm -hmm. I don't think you and I really know so I think we'll have to put our nose in the books on this one (laughs) totally (laughs) yeah um But until then, we will see you all where we see you. All right. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.